on the seventh day, God created the right man and said, go forth with your full head of hair, my son. So church on a Sunday, as Righty will be preaching the good word of football any given Monday. And any given Monday returns. How's everyone going? Well, Christian Free just uh, fixed up some of our little technical problems. Dana, how's life? What's yeah, going? Yeah, good, right, man. Good. Um, living the dream, you know. Had a um, had a birthday over the weekend, and so did Walshy. So we had a bit of a celebration with the pair of us. That's good. And um, yeah. Happy birthday, mate. Cheers. Yeah. So we've just been um, pretty much on the drink for a few days. So. But, feeling a bit average now but i'm hanging in there we were saying how i can't believe you're only 23 seems like i've known you for about fucking 20 years yeah it me, means i'm 10 years older than you right he's 40 years older than you so it, um, <laughs> you played a fair bit of senior footy haven't you yeah well i started playing seniors when i was 18 so that's about five years now jump straight in yeah pretty good i don't know i just sort of i'll tell you what i feel a lot older than i am i feel about 100 my body pretty much hates me at this point um on the lately i've been on the piss pretty heavy and i have been looking after myself so my body feels about 10 years older than it should do but i don't know we'll, well that's the thing it's you you started playing seniors so early yeah and like what well, you went from colts to seniors i played um i played nev blair at arana and then next season i was playing seniors yeah yeah so and i was playing yeah so i was 16 playing 18s at Arana and then I played a year of 18s and then yeah came straight to Mitchie's yeah Mitchie's side that Fats was coaching and yeah started playing seniors and I've that's what I've been doing since so when uh, yeah played a bit of finals football too yeah <laughs> a bit. is that lively still working I'm hoping so <laughs> um a bit but not not a whole heap we sort of seem to make the finals every year and get knocked out. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think we're on. <laughs> Have a Sweet. look, Dano. We how's, on? How's well, your week, boys? Yeah, right, man. We haven't chatted to you about Robbio. Robbio, yeah. yeah, good catch up. He was a great bloke. He had a uh, uh, a, a couple of dues, speaking dues on for Origin, being one of the Queensland legends. Uh, it was good, good catch up. He got a photo of me wearing his two premiership rings. And had his Churchill medal around my neck, which is pretty flash. Yeah. Was he um, alleged to get have a few drinks with you? Oh, he's an excellent bloke. Yeah. Just loved everybody. Just real down-to-earth bloke. Told some funny stories. Oh, he'd have some crackers too. Yeah. <laughs> just like, yeah. He's just awesome. Awesome fella. Well, you, you heard um, a few of them when Kimmy interviewed him. Yeah. Like that yeah, one. That was, was good. Like, he even yeah. had a couple more. He yeah. recapped a couple of those. Like, yeah, there was one he was... At a speak and do with Andrew Ryan. Anyway, yeah. um, and they, he didn't realise that in the 2001 grand final, Andrew Ryan was in the opposition. Yeah. So he said a couple of things about the para team and he brought up this story about how when they rolled into para, to the, they stayed in para that night and their, their hotel they stayed in was draped out in the night's colours. <laughs> and... Um, ben Kennedy made this speech about, like, to the boys that night about we're not just playing for a footy team, we're playing for a whole city, the city of Newcastle, and and then said 
these cunts, besides Hindmarsh, none of them are fucking even from Parramatta. I yep. can't even think. And there probably were a couple. But he, he recapped that story. He recapped a couple of others. And then him and... And then afterwards, oh, he gave Ryan shit about his hair before they went on stage. By the end of that, Andrew Ryan was keen to punch on with him. <laughs> <laughs> and then so Robbie said, "Are you serious?" And he was going on. And then Robbie goes, "He goes, you know, I played in the opposite. You pl- I played that day. You bagged your team. You bagged me hair before." And he goes, "Mate." Are you serious? You played. If you played, you must have done fucking nothing because I cannot remember you playing. So that made him more happy, but it didn't end up getting kicking off. But, yeah, he was quite upset about a couple of Robbie's stories. What, I, was, what was the guy? You just went back and... I was staying across the road and he goes, I'll come back for a couple of beers. We were going somewhere else. We were going, the boys were going to the casino and I wasn't keen to go. But they come across... And he goes, mate, come on, get a photo with you. He wanted me to put the... Because I, I told him I was a manly supporter. And he wanted me to put the Knights jersey on. I said, I said there's no fucking way <laughs> am I putting that Knights jersey. I go, I was sitting right in front of you when you scored fucking one of those tries yeah. to fucking um, <laughs> that that day. So, no, and he laughed. He was excellent bloke. He'd done a few things since footy. And he's uh, looking to be a bit of a... Um, bit of consultancy work next year with them. Was he looking to come on this podcast at all? Um, well, <laughs> if we could get together a gorilla, he probably would. No, no, I'm sure he would. <laughs> I'm sure he probably would. Yeah. But, well, 100%, but he's down, he lives in Newcastle. Yeah, he lives in Newcastle. He drove up that day and he's... Oh, um, sweet. So all the people listening, get on his Instagram <laughs> page because he's a bit of an influencer. He do, He's uh, he's actual trainer though, yeah? Yeah, yeah, personal trainer and he was driving concrete trucks. He was on the Knights board for a bit on the side at different periods. Uh, he's looking to do some consultancy work with the Knights next year. Uh, Adam O'Brien wants him to do some stuff with, he's still with got Ponga. A, still got a rig on him. Oh, he's in fact, mate. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a rig. He looking? And his business has got a rig too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's just a great dude. And I reckon he'd really... We had a bit of a DNM about the game and stuff when we were pissed and talked about Don't it. Don't doubt there was a few DMMs yeah. going around. Yeah. <laughs> He he told me how Kurt Gidley, and it makes perfect sense, Kurt Gidley tried to model his game. So you know, if you notice, Kurt Gidley was, they were both super fit, pop up, push up around the middle, looking for the ball, be all over the place. So he'd be exhausted after games because he had to be that fit and cover that much territory. And I said, if you notice now, fullbacks, that's not really their go. He goes, I said, they just waiting for the block shape. You know, like out wide for that set up for that sweep play, and he goes, yeah, and he goes, and he said, in his opinion, the three best fullbacks in the comp were, in some order, he said Tedesco, Pappenhausen, and Tom Travoyevic, because they go looking for the ball and they get the ball like on short balls through the middle. They're not always they do play the block shapes, of course, as you have to do, but they pop up in various ways in support and doing, you know, bit of a surprise attack. And I think that's one thing we struggle with kids. Block shapes are a necessary evil in our game, but you're teaching fullbacks to be waiting for them. When mm. if you've got a fast kid with good footwork, yeah. if he's sniffing around for an offload or an inside ball, he'll like it, and you've got some tired blokes, he'll beat them nine out of ten times. Yeah, you're, te- you're teaching fullbacks to be set up for a play that's coming maybe that next. Yeah, so, yeah. and you see it forced on slow play the ball sometimes and doesn't work. It's just like a few years ago at Mitchie, we had. Joey Henderson playing for us. He was from down Moriway. He played group footy and A grade down there. Joey 
real like instinctive player. Joey was looking for running, you know, hitting short balls and that, sniffing around in the middle. Those sort of things where with kids sometimes we can overstructure them. Yeah, hundred percent. And it's all right when you're playing fast and you've got good blokes with delivering the ball to you at the right times, but that's not always the case. Like so on slow play the balls, you go to you go to a block shape or slow play the ball and you got a, like a big strong outside back like a big center or something he will fucking tattoo you <laughs> and then yeah well especially if the kids have got a bit of that natural um like keenness to them if you're going to put him at fullback you've got to try not to give him that much structure because obviously naturally they're going to become better at running that block shape and tipping on out the back and stuff but if you're trying to take away one of their big advantages of their speed and footwork which is carving sides back through the middle like sniffing around the ruck like Slater used to do and stuff like that the amount of times he'd just get a, a sneaky offload or Tedesco's the best at it now he's just always around and he just seems to find the ball finds him so don't be surprised if you see Ponga playing Ponga has um, a habit of trying to play first receiver a lot which therefore stifles the halves at times Oh, don't be surprised if you see him playing a little bit more instinctively or going to get... get just the, all over the place. Yeah, yeah getting yeah. the ball a little more. There was one period where Ponga was only playing left side. Like, and I don't know what Adam O'Brien's plan with that was, but that quickly changed. So mm. with a bloke with Ponga's footwork and ability to beat people, you just want him, put him in the position the defences don't want him to be in, where he can just isolate... A tired middle, yeah, or a back row, or a, or a half who's a bit gassed from getting worked over. He does it well, but Ponga once he does get to that back row, his his speed and agility just to either step to the outside or beat him back on the inside. If you leave a back row by himself and Ponga's like where he wants to be, and he's he'll have him nine out of ten times. It'd be very difficult for any back row in the league to come up. And even if he gets a skip to the outside. It's just a tip onto the centre, or you you just burn him. So if Ponga can if Ponga can just focus on, as you say, not play, trying to jump in a first receiver so much, and play off his halves, but also still work around the middle, he'd just take again. That's another string to his bow, and look yeah. how dangerous he could be when he finds that balance. Like and there's and because you think of it from an origin perspective, you'd pretty much assume he's going to be the one, but he might not be. You know, next in seven months. You know, like he could be the 14 or something like that. You don't know. It's a long way till then on what sort of football you're playing or if you come back from injury or something like that. Like, and this this uh, expands his game so much. And with a guy like Robbie do you, Dana, do you remember watching a lot of Robbie O? Or was Not he a, a bit league. early? Just a bit early. Because yeah. like, obviously the kids in my school, they're like, we don't know who that guy is. Because I was showing them the photo of him. Oh, they're yeah. right. I was like, check this out. They're like, like yeah, who's that yeah. guy? Yeah, and I'm like, oh, holy shit, you guys, and, motherfuckers! But um, and that's the thing. Like with him in Newcastle, he is like he's still remembered. Where the young players now, you don't see him in many game highlights. Yeah, only unless you're actually sitting there watching, you know, some of those old Origin games. So he played wing and fullback. That's for, right for Queensland, and he was he was one and of those Australia. early ones. It was like. Yeah, my size, but check out my work rate. Mm. You know, like he was, yeah. and he was fucking everywhere. I remember one Newcastle game, he played with his nose smeared across his fucking face. Remember it that, right, man? Yeah, it was, it was everywhere. It's like you're in MMA fight and someone yeah. has just absolutely fed you. So you got like one of the worst you. breaks and he continued on that game, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, and just, yeah, and his, his nose just flattened and obviously he just waited till the That's end of the tough, season eh? or something. That's but really yeah, tough. he's real tough. 
That's um, like um, in that Women's Origin the other week, that Millie Boyle got her, got her nose splattered and she ended up having surgery um, surgery last week. But she just got up and played on. That was fucking very tough. Imagine yeah. just a feeling of the nose going and it wells your eyes up. You get a God. bit of the tears going because your eyes are welling up. And it, you can struggle to breathe. Someone to play on with that is pretty tough. And your nose is that tender to touch. Like yeah. just to, when you just cop a high shot, I was playing the natives one day. And tried to put a bit of footwork on this big guy, and he just whacked me right in the chin. You're, right, playing, right in the you're playing the natives or playing for them? No, playing against the natives. Oh. <laughs> oh, mate, swing an arm. And then he even said, sorry about that. Yeah. And I remember having a beer that night at the Newmarket Hotel, and I was my nose was that sort. It wasn't broken, but it was tender. If anyone had to touch it, I would have just rolled on the ground and cried, yeah, let yeah. alone playing on with a broken beak where blood's <laughs> yeah. poor. They've got to stop it from bleeding, and you're going out there continuing to get whacked. Even if you don't get another shot in it, just like your head shaking around is enough to oh, fucking bro. cause your ultimate Your nose, know, like, yeah, eyes watering, and your yeah. ears. Your ears getting like, rubbed up too. Like, like, oh. Oh. I remember Ferguson playing with that caked up nose. Jesus, yeah. And Bateman, who's got plenty of grub in him, Johnny Bateman, a great player, just <laughs> gave him the old forearm straight in that when he was on the ground. Just the old school, he's got an injury, let's test him out. Yeah. <laughs> I was going, I hadn't seen that for all, but yeah, just give you the old treatment. Oh, but, but Bateman would be one of the best at that just because he's a tough northern English oh, yeah, kid. Yeah, from he Bradford. Give a fuck who you are, where you're from. And if you, got, if you show one sign of weakness, he'll take it. And that's exactly right. Fergo comes out. Another great football player. He's got a little bit of an injury going. He goes, I will test him. We'll just yeah, and I think, he, him and I think he'd goes. had it strapped. For, must yeah. have done it that game. And he had it strapped, so it just was like a neon light flying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, rough this bloke up. Like, you know, they sort he of won't thing. run here again if no. you're going to keep putting it on his back. You know when those. they strap it like that, right? Oh, they Hannibal Lecter. Yeah, Hannibal yeah Lecter. exactly. Like, fucking, um, I would be like, nah, I'm cool. Yeah. I'll just go off and sit this one out because I don't want to look like a fucking moron for <laughs> like the rest of the game. It's yeah, it's an unpleasant experience, and even then, like you're tackling people, you put your head in the wrong space, or you mm. land your your face like smacks into the ground when you're tackling someone. That's gonna hurt. Like who had oh. the worst Hannibal Lecter? Like which one's the most famous? Fergo's probably one yeah. of them yeah. because he <laughs> Fergo and the tape. It was so tight. The yeah. tape. But he with had the one that went pinned it right. He had back. one that went beak. horizontally, but he had the vertical one as yeah. well. Remember, so he had that game where he had both ways because he had a. It looked like headgear. It was almost well. like headgear made out of tape. Yeah, it was. was Boyd had a little one, didn't he? Boyd. Yeah, Darius, Darius had one. Had one. Yeah. There was a, there's been a couple, and I'm surprised they actually let them play on yeah. in the current world. Like you know, like mm. with everything there with like transmitted diseases and so forth. You know, like, like uh, let people go back out. Yeah, it's, it's like, like boys wouldn't be getting the Michael Devere staple anymore. Oh yeah, oh, that was tough. like hideous. That's very tough. That was hideous. I like, and one of the greatest efforts, you know, in grand final history, a uh, Burgess in 2014. That should never yeah. have been allowed. No. When he couldn't touch his face, yeah. you know, it'd be agony. It's just that with the adrenaline flowing, yeah. and that you know, there'd be ne- look now, and we're only what six years later. They'd probably be out of yeah. Game. But what about like D Lock man kicking that yeah. field goal with a broken shit like a broken jaw? Yeah, played a lot of minutes after getting friendly. Bro- oh yeah, when yeah. He, yeah. When he when and remember they'll think with a fractured cheekbone. Yeah, yeah. now thinking that they're helicoptering him down for the 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 they tried the. Prelim, yeah, yeah, yeah. but they were like that. He was like, no, and then they had play. the audacity, like people like saying, "I hope they don't target him." 
like, are you, no one's going to target you legally, like, in the modern game. But they're going to run blokes at you to see how keen you are on tackling yeah, them. You know, 100%. Like, it's like, things like that. People who don't aren't around contact sport. I remember when uh, Thurston's last origin, when he had that poon shoulder. And, and Joey said afterwards... How stupid yeah. it was that they well, didn't, didn't target his side and manipulate the defenders around him. Yeah. And the people are writing on Facebook, oh, New South Wales grub, and people at my work were saying they couldn't believe this. It's not a game of fucking patty cake. No, yeah. that's it. It's yeah, an exactly. origin. Yeah, it's like, Do you honestly think one of the greatest players our game's ever seen would want you to take it easy on him? It's like in um, UFC, you only hear about their injuries till after the fight. Yeah. They're not going to say, oh, my knee's fucked, because even the fans are going to expect, why isn't he... Why isn't he yeah. leg kicking the knee? You also, know, like, and it's yeah, and you see like those photos of blokes afterwards shaking hands, like like Tazoo and Horn in the boxing, and blokes like Horn looked like he'd been bashed with a bat, mm. like you know, and things but like that. You're in the interest of winning too, especially in Origin. Oh, like you've got you, to. you're not out there to to make friends and shit. You're there to win the footy game. And if you want, if you're trying to complain about someone having a go just because someone's got a niggle or something, why wouldn't you? That's literally the. Like the ultimate for an attacking side, you see a defender there with one oh, shot. percent. Just fucking go him. Uh, like, you see him go down in the play before you you yeah, go yeah, straight exactly. to straight him. Straight back to him. Yeah. Just get it stuck into him. It's what? and that's the thing. Like fucking you are it is in the business of winning. You're not doing anything illegal, but you are trying you know they're a weakness yeah, just because they're injured. Over. You're hobbling. Like when Brent, they had to take Branko Lee off. He he was hobbling. And they knew that, like, he might have struggled when they hit, if they were hitting shifts down his side, so they had to take him off. Where if he stayed, they were going to keep going at him. Yeah. And you can't say, oh, that's unfair because he he'd had, he had a calf or an ankle injury. Where do you watch your game right? Oh, just, original Wednesday. Yeah, and what do you I think Stevie Mason. Howard's thinking about the worst Queensland team oh, ever? Oh, yeah, Stevie <laughs> Howard, Colin O'Dell. Uh, how's that cricket score going, boys? <laughs> yeah. Unlucky. <laughs> I, watched it, I watched it with a mate. They were, they were great. Like, not a poly- – it was a typical one of those gutsy Queensland performances when they win. Like, they were, I thought the halves were, were fantastic. They mm. really steered the ship. Uh, all – everyone put their hand up and made a contribution. Well, you know, the middles did a great job. Kafusi, he just got a crazy idea in his head at times. Yeah. Old Kafusi. Yeah. Like, when he was rolling the dice late in the game where I thought you it could was a go bit to too the early, bin. wasn't it? You were going to you could go to yeah. the bin for this. If you're gonna give away a penalty you need to push a bloke over. Not hold down like a deliberate you know, like that looked too obvious like like this. But he was very good. Mm. Capewell Capewell was massively solid. Like, yeah. like he just got it done. Everyone just turned up and then the the balance of the dummy halves were great. Oh, how good was Harry Grant? Fuck me. And then oh, when you I when think you, after that performance, I think if if Smith retires, Harry Grant's the best hooker in the game. Yeah, yeah. He's you know? A freak. And you look, friend if friend doesn't get picked again because they choose to go with Grant into the future, friends had made a magnificent contribution to yeah. Queensland win the series. Yeah, you like, know, in, like in the two um, games they won. And he played like that like your boy playing lock. That one year, um, like Ballon. Yeah, yeah. Ballon. You know, yeah. like Ballon that fucking yeah. awesome yeah. job. And then they were like rotating between that lock dummy half roll, throwing tip-ons, both having a run now and then. Just a bit of mix and match. And you needed those good solid defenders who could work, who could slow them up in the middle. Um, 
uh, again, Lindsay Collins comes off the bench, has a fucking steamer. A I think, yeah, he's got a target on his head now. I think Collins, he's he played so well. I yeah. think everyone's gone, oh, holy shit. Well, his, first good, half of, his first half of the season, what set him up, when he came out and just ran out for the Chooks early in the year and started absolutely tearing sides apart, that's when, he's, that's when he was first called out by the public to say he definitely should be playing Origin. And now we got that chance, he took it with both hands, played all three games and did it magnificently like coming off the bench playing 40 minutes to decider runs 160 meters 75 post contacts and doesn't, yeah. and doesn't miss a tackle well look at it sewer sewer played like 12 minutes yeah you know and you'd take that any day of the week but that was a role because their back rowers were going so well mm. and it wasn't until Branko had to come off and they'd move capewell out what about yeah. capewell you always knew he was a good player at cup level yeah. could you have ever envisioned him playing origin like i thought it was good when he would get started playing nrl at cronulla mm. and he's just that big awkward bloke to tackle he's always got an offload in him coming from playing that footy under the walker brothers where you practice where you very practice your skills your, your skills are level is is a big thing that they concentrate on and he was just he was he was red hot he's um yeah, so Dana, you at the game, yeah? Yeah, it was unbelievable. Best it, thing I've ever been to. This oh, really? So and you've good. been to other Origins? No, it's my first Origin. Oh, shit. And yeah. it was unbelievable. The seats we had, we were top tier, but we were the front of the top tier, so I had the rail in front of me. Yeah, they're so good. So it was sweet. And we were on about probably like just past the 30 meter line, so where you can see everything. A bloke behind me sat down before the game and he had his, some binoculars and he goes, I can't believe I fucking bought binoculars to the best rugby league stadium in the world. This is <laughs> and that like Moss, can... was it cranking the whole time? Yeah, it was cranking. There was a lot of blue there, a yeah. lot. Like, obviously, nowhere near as much much as Queensland, but there was a lot of blue. Like, we had five or six just around our, our little area, and the blue section down the bottom, is, that's always chockers. But it was just the atmosphere from the very start. We rolled in the fireworks. It's like a 20-minute fireworks show. And yeah. Can't Did you go to Caxton Street before? Nah, we went to, oh, we just came from Jack's place, Jack Welsh, and um, hooked straight in, straight into the into our seats, and then after it, we went and had a beer, but um, it was crazy, and after the game, the atmosphere after the game was just as good so as good. during the game, because everyone's walking around, walking up to Caxton Street and shit, everyone's cheering, Queensland blokes jumping around everywhere, yeah. everyone wearing blues, just getting shit hung on them, it was so good. Man, yeah, it's unbelievable. Like, people don't understand. I remember the first one, the first Origin I went to, and um, I've been to about three because I remember I went to two. I went to the last one because it was Lockie's last one, mm. and that's the one where they were, like flogging. I think Lock was pumping up the crowd, which he ne he doesn't usually do yeah. shit like that because I win him by like thirty. But um, uh, the first one, Raz, uh, Roddy knows Raz. I don't know if you know Raz, but. We were wearing our fucking jersey shit, and Raz is wearing like a green clubbing shirt out, what? and we got into Caxton's shit. And he's and we're like, I'm like, why the fuck aren't you in a Queensland yeah, jersey Queensland or jersey. maroon or something? <laughs> we're in the Caxton Street, and someone goes, "Oh, he can't. Who the fuck are you going for? The Greens?" And pours a beer over his head, and we just look at him. We're like, "Yeah, you fucking deserve, you deserve that, motherfucker." That, yeah. <laughs> like, well, fair enough oh. too. Well, we'll show your colours, but I know. Fuck, we did. No, it was. Easily one of the best things we've done. And we I heard two minutes in, um, Jakey Morris and his missus were like five rows back from us and stuff. So, And I saw plenty of people there. I ran into Guy again and he was there. Oh, on, yeah. On the pierce and the, <laughs> Surprised you like, didn't do an all-nighter. Oh, so I, soon I saw him, said day and fucked off. I'm <laughs> like, this could be trouble. And uh, like the amount of people that were there was unbelievable. I don't know how they like how they got away with having 
near capacity. There was like just under 50,000 there. And it was chockers. The lines outside. It set a record for this year, yeah? Yeah, it was post-pandemic. Biggest crowd. But um, yeah, even when we got there and we were standing in line, there's like no, there's no, definitely no social distancing and shit going on out there. Uh, They're handing masks out to people who wanted one and, and that was it. And you didn't have to sign in. You just, I'm assuming they did it with your ticket. And that was... That was it. There was no, yeah. nothing on the floor to space you out. Well, you can just walk and get a beer whenever you want. That's what I heard that they're going to look at doing in the future is the COVID stuff is going to be done like registered when you buy a ticket to yeah. a, like a mass gathering. Yeah. So you'll have to show like that you've, like your identity goes towards that ticket and then so they don't have to do any processing at the actual yeah. event. Yeah. Well, that yeah. imagine if, I'd just imagine if they tried to make everyone sign in like the lines to get in were huge already and like even lines to get beers were fucking ginormous even for the food market all the smokers areas were chockers and like there's just so many people there and it was just so weird to see that especially after being so long without something like of that fucking yeah that caliber did um what it goes mechanic put something in he just said about the uh auto cart um oh yeah i it was a it was a decent enough distance out that I had to put doubt in their mind. Yeah, I wouldn't. Have, I definitely agree with the Simbi, but it definitely wasn't a penalty try. So I think it would have been right. cool. Yeah, he's he might, he, he, he might, he's not that fucking fast. He if that that slowed up a bit, but the thing is, you don't know which way ball's going to be. Yeah, up. so there's always going to be that bit of doubt. But I, it is what it is, and I think they got it right. But I would have loved to see him get nothing because he's a blue and he's a grub. So. I would have been completely off it. Like he, there's a lot of people that's coming out on him being a grub train. Oh, he's a, did you, like. There's even like little things, like the one of the offloads. A gag guy comes up, offloads the ball to Val, one of the ones he dropped over the line, and Val's there laying on his back with his hands in his face, going, "What the fuck have I done?" And Adokar runs from ten meters just to give him a shove, and then goes get the ball. It's like yeah. the game's fucking rough one, enough. Once more. We're not playing patty cakes. Yeah, but you're you're allowed, allowed, you, don't yeah. to, you don't have to come 10 metres yeah, to push mean, some bloke who's already on the see, ground. What, what do you think about Jai Arrow? This is a different generation. Like, fuck me, Dad. Some of the sledge in the old days, like, blokes would be calling, like, bagging out your race, your creed. These are people in the crowd. <laughs> With, like, mark like off that, now, but... Uh, like, <laughs> Talis. The Blues put up there in Talis in early... 2002, that day he threw Hodgson over the sideline, some kids made up a sign, like his mum was on the footy show the week before, Gordy's mum is a rig, and put it up. <laughs> but was it like, was it like... They tried to deny Pro, it. or like, like they, she's got a rig, like she's rigged out and sick. She, like she's a bigger lady. Oh, okay. And so I was saying, so Takiri, Takiri when they got out there, and he told this story. He said he's seen this. He pointed to him and he just wound Talis up and let him go. Oh, well, this is one of the stupidest things you can do. They call him the raging bull for a reason. Mm. You don't want to fucking get him angry. And Jesus. That's Christ. the thing, though. Like, with, if, if Blake Sledger, it's a game for men. If, you know, things like that. Like, Gagai, with them, with them indigenous boys, they would have had plenty of chat and been the first blokes hugging it out afterwards. Yeah. There'd be plenty of fire there. It depends. I don't know. I think we. I remember in one of one of our games this year when I was running the water, the ref asked me to talk to everyone about not whooping it up so much when we scored when we cele- celebrating a try. Really? Yeah. Okay. I thought. I said, "All right." Get talking, well, what What do you think about what Joe Arrow did? I honestly think he didn't mean it, but you did. You did. You shouldn't be grabbing. 
Joy Arrow doesn't strike me. I don't know him. He doesn't strike me as a sort of dickhead who'd grab a bloke who's unconscious. I don't know many yeah. people who would grab a person unconscious, but it was just a bad look because yeah, you you're pumped up That's and you it. think you've just mm. jammed him. In the heat, not, in the heat of the moment, when you're doing yeah. that shit, it's like you can be so he could be so regretful about it, you know, yeah. because it's not you, you're not. It's like you're out of body, you know, mm. when you're that fucking Jay. Exactly like you said, righty. It's and, it's like when you see again. I always fucking reflect, uh, compare it to UFC, but when you knock, they you see him knock someone out, and then they put three or four punches yeah. in their head still because they're just so. And that's the yeah. brutal, the brutality of that sport, mm. and. I'm not, there's things like that, like Arrow, he got a fine. Well, if they're going to fine him, why would you only fine him 500 bucks? Yeah. It was like the fine you gave just to say you did something. Yeah. He didn't mean that. They went on If they think he genuinely did it. something wrong, the fine should have been a lot yeah. more. So they obviously just thought, oh, we better give him something. So they, I they don't personally don't think that, um, that Tedesco would be holding a massive grudge on the bloke for it. Like they'll try and wind this up. The media will try and wind this up into a feud. How are we going over there, Fred? I don't know if it's working. And it would be like they'll yeah. be trying Have a crack to crack at it again. They'll be so. they'll be trying to wind it into a feud because the build up and he's going the, to South and yeah. the Rooster South matches like, will be. We'll look at it. Look at it with Payne Haas and Tino yeah. from now on. Oh, That's going to be made out like someone was in saying something personal against family. Or, you yeah. know, they'll do everything to make it out to be that big, big few. Blue, yeah. Yeah, and they're probably all right with each other off the field. But yeah. out there, they want to rip each other's melons off. But what they'd be doing, be using it to a stepping stone. So now Tino's gone to the Gold Coast and paying us at the Bronx. Oh, the That's perfect, a good rivalry. Yeah, the and perfect same segue. As, same as um, Arrow going to Bunnies and Tedesco being at the Chalks, isn't that? That's a, one of the oldest Yeah, so that'll probably footy, so. be the first game oh, in the first round next year. Yeah. This will get made out that some of his new teammates are a bit, oh, some of the Roosters boys are a bit filthy on oh, on yeah. Arrow for doing yeah, this. Yeah, and then it'll be on, but oh, it is what it is. When, the media um, will do anything they can. To but it. how does that rate, righty, especially for you, how does that rate for Queensland performances? Uh, out of guts, that's how they had to win. I had to win on ticker. And la and then the night before, Robbie O said, I go, we're a chance or what, mate? And he went, yeah, I think we do. we just got to play it gritty and we get to get a bit of luck. And that's what happened. A couple of things go your way. Like the auto car, um, n uh, no try. And like sin bidding. Things like that, they go your way when you're playing well. It's the bounce of the ball. Like the week, yeah. the week before when they were dominating, things were falling for them. And rightly so, they were earning the right to do that. Also, like a bit of luck, like Tedesco goes off. That was unfortunate for the Blues, but also that that moves Isaiah Yo into the centres, who did, doesn't normally play centre. I'm sure, like he did, he did an all right job. But there's like one one play he dropped the ball just on one of their scrum the plays scrum, coming yeah. under. So and that that's something that wouldn't have happened, you know, like with Gutha there yeah. probably because he would have trained in that and spot. He, he was solid. At, he didn't do a bad job at fullback. He was yeah. a fullback of the year. But and it comes down to like. Oh, why didn't they pick Pappenhausen? Yeah. I can see, okay, would it have been the perfect solution at that time? Yes. Mm. But it was like when we were talking about you with the, Queens, the, side with too, the Queensland well. bench when we spoke about that last week, mm. saying, shit, I hope we don't get any of these key blokes exactly. in the halves injured. And luckily or, we didn't. Yeah. Because and, we would have been up shit creek. But still. And then they had that. And like, you could have thrown could Gutho went back there. Isaiah Yao was, well, their middles. I I've heard many of their, what do you call it, um, people's opinion. Someone telling me they should have played Nick Kotrick in the centres. For me, he's probably only played 
under 12 NRL games as a centre. So it wasn't like if, if you were going someone, you would have gone Crichton before Kotrick as yeah. a centre. Well, you, you would have gone those two young guys in the centre. That, that's an argument. But well, if they, they had were, a one the other night, yeah, no one's no talking one's about talking that. Shit, yeah. But there's also, that, like, they're two of the best centres from this year, Lomax and Crichton. And they, they picked, um, New South Wales have picked the best side, like, like um, best players, but not in the position. So, like, Whiten was a Dalian player of the year. He's not even playing 5 8. He doesn't get the, fuck all ball in the, out, out, yeah, so out in the centres. And it's mainly from taking set starters that he gets the ball. Well, you want him running the ball, you want him you want him being dangerous. You've got to get him at 5 8 or, or play him as a 14 and use him in various roles. I'd use him like maybe as a back rower, even if you couldn't, if you didn't get any injuries in the back, throw him on the forwards for a while. When he was a kid, they did that with him in um, All Stars, and he can whack. He runs a real hard line. You know, if you just wanted someone to give you ten minutes in the forwards, like yeah, I reckon they, their, that. their surplus of talent probably <laughs> more was more of a hindrance than a help, but like to a certain extent, yeah, because they're looking at all these guns they have at the moment. And they filled a 27-man squad full of, like, absolute guns. And it got to a point where you're leaving blokes like Papenhausen out and then it ended up biting you in the ass. And, like, even blokes that that were getting a run that didn't quite perform, you still just got to find a happy medium, whereas Queensland just didn't worry about picking the best blokes. They, but, picked, yeah. they picked positions and form. and, and then He had too many middles. It. it turned out in the end he had too many middles. In there, like, that's it with uh, because like, Brown only got 12 minutes, but then in saying that, Sewer only got 12 minutes. That's mm. going to happen in Origin. You might be coming on in that last 20 or less, and your job is to just come on as a fresh man and make up, every tackle up just, the tempo, yeah. just go out there like a mad dog and do your thing and help win. When Ben Teo first came into Origin. His first game, he he only got about fifteen or twenty, like a bit of, between fifteen and twenty, and he went out there, ran hard, made his tackles, you know, played the ball fast, and they end up winning by a point. That's it. I think Queensland utilizes number fourteen way better than New South Wales does now, because mm. remember when we were talking about this the other day, I think with Sully, but Kurt Gidley captained the side yeah. from fourteen. Yeah. You know, and that's and they that's fourteens are it, it is a legit position. Like it's just as important as the thirteen on the the starting. You know, mm. and uh, we do it so much better now than I think New South Wales mm. does. Like I think if you look at our fourteens over the years, they're oh, fucking unbelievable. Like great. you think of like Cherry Evans coming yeah. off a of fourteen playing lock Carmichael and tackling Hunt. his ass Hunt, off Carmichael Hunt. Hunt, was playing, Hunt did it. Yeah. yeah, Hunt was playing lock himself, like or bit of centre if required, or and five eight. At times, yeah. well, Ponga, Ponga did it just last year. Yeah, and we he, have a fourteen like Ben Hunt not getting selected because he's yeah. getting bumped by another fourteen. Yeah, yeah. and that unfortunately, for, I feel for Ben Hunt, but like that's they've just un, someone's come along who gives them more impact. Even if Grant isn't isn't the nine, which he's most likely to be, he's going to be the fourteen. Yeah, he's yeah. he's <laughs> too good, and yeah, like I'd he's s- not quite as versatile, but. I'd like to see Grant start with Ben Hunt at the 14. Yeah. That's possible. That's, I think but that's probably the solution. Like, where does Brimson fit in? But if they look upon Brimson, Brimson as a fullback, it's going to come down to him or Ponga. One of them's going to yeah. get the one. And one They're of them the 14, yeah. Yeah. And then the thing, if they do that, or if they decide that it all depends on who the coach is going to be, because Uncle yeah. Wayne hasn't, he's there's keen to do sol- it. There's nothing solid yet. Talk about that. 
he is the fucking master, that bloke. Mm. Like, they criticised him because he was the British Lions coach and they had a shit house tour. Blokes didn't play well and they criticised some of his selections. Then, you know, I thought, you know, everyone's talking it up, beware the ambush, beware the ambush, all this type of thing. And he fucking, he did, he ambushed him. They recovered after that belting. Even blokes like Sailor didn't think they were going to win. Yeah, you, you hear Queenslanders, old Queenslanders saying on the radio that not sure about the the chances and then Bennett just gets them up like you only got to win two games to win the series and they came out ambushed them in the first one and, the, and in game three they just um they just um showed up with more with more grunt more um more energy well um, shaded well shaded a bit I thought yeah, I said last great. week I still think on form Papali is the best front rower in the NRL at the moment and probably close to the best front row in the world at the moment his yeah. impact in the middle the way he can carry, the way he's always a danger. Like, he scored some origin tries and he runs that good short one off when they set up with that block shape and he hits he that one off when he and he runs that one off Cherry and they isolate someone and Cherry looks up and sees who he's at. Like, when he pushed off, he and pushed he Cook could, yeah. out of the way blatantly, you know, and Cook might be a good wrestler, but you're not going to stop a big behemoth. And like especially that, not when he's run that line on your outside, and you're trying to come, you're trying to hold, and then come across and get an outside shoulder on him. Well, well, he's five meters out from the line, 100, 115 odd kilos, just barreling you. You got no hope. But yeah, he like the punch they had with the forwards from Papali to Welsh and then to Collins was yeah. Between the three of them, and they, the re- they were and, very good. And the rest of the bench, Sewell only played twelve minutes. Um, uh, Harry Grant played lots of minutes. Collins and who was their other? Who was their fourth benchy? Someone obvious. Joy Arrow. Arrow, yeah. Yeah, Arrow come on and played middle and 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 attacked the unconscious people. So good. On <laughs> he was good though, too defensively. He's, but also he's, he's probably yeah. After the game at the RBH and was kicking fucking wheelchairs away from old people. Too, <laughs> no, no, just joking. <laughs> when, when he came on, he made an effect. And when oh, um, does, even bef- before he was on the field, um, Tino was just taking that role, running big meters. Well, look at him. Doing his job. He was good at Melbourne, and he's gone to another level at Origin mm. when they were starting him. Because I was thinking, why not? You know, bring him off the bench, big impact. Then I start him in the in the thirteen, yeah. And and you look at the comparison of the side, him and him and um, Jake Trebojevic, they just play that totally different game. Like mm. like like uh, Mark I was saying was sort of saying, oh Jake Jake Trebojevic, you know, he's, they're trying to play him. He's you know he's got to work out. They need to play him up front because you know it's like he's a uh, a five eight. He okay in the modern game. They have a link between backs and forwards, and it takes mm. pressure off yeah, off the halves. Yeah. Some of these older blokes, like old footballers, still think it's nineteen eighty eight, and how you play your footy and shit like that. Like Fatty Vorton on the commentary when he goes, "What happens if it's a draw at full time?" And Cameron <laughs> Smith goes, "It goes to extra time." I can't believe you didn't know that. Like holy <laughs> shit! Like uh, this. What is in the Queensland game? Yeah. No, I thought it just goes to New South Wales. No, it's another dope. It goes to serious? Golden Point, man. We can't have draws anymore because mean? we have Golden Point. Yeah, but I thought in State of Origin, if it draws, it goes to the person who won no, it the year No, because we have yeah. Golden Point. Ah. We, we get a result either way. Have yeah. we ever seen it go to Golden Point in Origin? Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah th- a couple of times. 
Yeah, it's gone there. Like I don't think so. It? No, it's always sure. just been just before, I think. Like Tedesco won it in the dying seconds. And it's remember Kronk? Cool. Have a look on. Have a look at that, Dana. That's an interesting one. Uh, I'd look up that Kronk. Golden Point in Origin. I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, you can. There is. There's Golden Point in Origin because they've got to have a winner of a series. You can never be a draw. No, series. because you can draw and it goes to the... Not anymore. Oh, okay. Not since they brought Golden Point in in 2003. Well, mate, I'd, I'd believe you for sure. I wouldn't go with what I said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 2002, there was a draw. Yeah. Because I didn't have it then. Golden Point first came in in 1997 and started from the Super League no, Tri-Series yeah, that was and then that. it came in too. Didn't come into NRL till 2003. Manly won yeah, the first game against Parramatta at Brookie, 36-34. Ben Walker kicked a goal. Yeah, since 2003 NRL season, also the ARL and State of Origin Series games, there's one draw. 99 and 2002, there were draws and... Since then. And since then, no, no draws. No, no, no. Um, no draws since then. Yeah, well, I can't find anything, so. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, because I was talking about that with someone else at work and um, we were thinking that, that it was the same thing, like what Fatty was saying. We're like, oh, shit, because if they draw, that's going to go back to New South Wales, the Shield. Because you'd have a so total different, school. you'd have a total different mindset. Yeah. When you're up by six, you'd be looking to get up by seven. Yeah. Just in case they jag that one. True. Like, and that sort of thing. That's they, why we got you in the podcast, righty? Yeah. So, yeah, Fatty didn't know that. And some of the things with these older boys in the uh, commentary, like, they tell us, they do some, get, have some good input, but some of them, like, fucking, you know, like, they're looking at it, like, it's like you're drinking with a bloke at a pub. Yeah, there has been, sorry guys, sorry to interrupt you, right? Um, it says here, the first Golden Point State of Origin was 2004 where Sean Timmons kicked a field goal for New South Wales that, to win yep, 9-8. And yeah, I remember that. Yeah, the, the year after they brought in. Yeah, so they brought in 2003 Sydney, and 2004. We ended up losing Sean, it in the last one. Yeah, 9-8 it finished. And yeah, Sean Slater played. Yeah. I think I think maybe um, Hodges was on the swing too. Cameron Smith hit the post with a conversion and then we end up losing in Golden Boy. Kimmy, Kimmy asks, uh, will O now be Mimichi boy? Oh, that'd be good. We can adapt him. The boy from Toowoomba. And then he said what we also talked about was uh, your night with O. How was it? It was mad. Yeah. He was a good dude. <laughs> he follows us now on Insta. So all, Yeah, I all saw that. Yeah, yeah. He's a good fella. Big moves, Roddy. Yeah. yeah. Lovely. Get, getting big followers. That'd be good getting, uh, spreading the word. When Robbie O follows you, he doesn't have too many people who don't like him besides Sean Timmons. And, uh, <laughs> and um, Dano with the um, not Sean Timmons, uh, Andrew Ryan. I mean, yeah, <laughs> Sean Timmons likes him with the um, with the c- celebrations and the uh, actually presenting of the shield. You hung around for that, yeah, yeah. We we saw and it. that was, was sweet when, when, was when good, Terry yeah. did his thing. Yeah, so we saw the speech and then we stuck around for a bit and sort of watched half the victory lap before we got out of there. So. It's good because the stadium sort of half cleared out because everyone in blue fucking went missing pretty quickly. It's so. a different thing, like, when it's not would have been so different normal to, like, the games I've gone to when they currently have half full. You don't have yeah. to wait that long till yeah. it's cleared. Now with everybody no. back to normal. We didn't want to go anywhere. I was sitting there. I was so happy. And just after seeing that, it was good. There was two blokes behind us that were both New South Wales and they were carrying on all night. And I've been giving them giving them a bit of chat the whole night and feeding them. And every time they say something, I'd turn around and give it back to them. And then at the end of the game, I fucking jumped out of my seat, obviously, because we just won. Friend runs it over the dead ball line. We're all cheering. I've been going crazy, giving each other hugs and shit. And then I turned around to give it to these two blues fellas. 
and it wouldn't have been 20 seconds after the game was over and you see the back of them they're already down the other end trying how to was that cha- how was, was that like, captain's challenge jealous. on full time yeah like, it was, it was just like the token weird. we need to do something and then they, alive. they didn't understand yeah, it like they just had to throw something up because they had no other alternative yeah. so I'm going the game's gone I don't see why they even gave him the captain's challenge opportunity to do it the game's dead he's just run the clock out and gone mm. and run it over the sideline Oh, you had to do some last-ditch effort, even if it means you don't give him the shield for another 20 seconds. I think. So you look at that, like, the, the pressure of it, or, like, uh, oh, mate, like, they're building pressure, but Queensland defence was just hanging on by a finger by their fingertips, and then a big Paulo tries to throw the shittest ball ever. Yeah. Just dumb ball where, in your mind, you're popping this miracle, Sonny Bill Williams pass, yeah. someone scoring. That's a, that's a bit of a problem. Like, they talk about Paulo... As having and he does, he's got great ball playing for a big fella and stuff. But the amount it gets talked about, it's like it's bound to get in his head. He comes into a position like that where he's more better, like he's better off for his side to just quickly get out and get up and play the ball. And then he's in there and he's trying to throw these miracle offloads instead. Gagol was good too. Switched to the other side. His D, there was one him and Cherry made a real crucial tackle on Jack White at one stage. Mm. Like their defence on that side was real good. Their defence most of the game was good. There's some few real big hits. Lindsay Collins put a big one on, and then um, Kafusi came inside out and met up with Edric Lee, and they. Fucking jam Daniel Tupo. What down the about Idrick? He's got plenty of detractors, but he was, mate, his set starts. He was on hand to score that try. Yeah, he was very good. Um, Even his cousin, cousin, he was real solid, Branko. I um, was really concerned. He was That was one of my concerns, was Edrick, because, like, even at cl- in Clubland, he's. He's a decent decent enough winger, but he's always got those silly errors in his game and stuff like that. But he just came out and did his job. And his, set, was, his start in those sets, his yeah. carries, him and Val. Val had a had an unhappy couple of drops. But what did you see? If he, if he gets that, we're not even talking about anything. Oh, about well, there was game. just that one. If Val catches that, it's dead. It's buried. Yeah, because his set starts, him starting the sets off Yeah, could fucking beast. The third one, I can, I can let him go on because... Uh, what the bounce one? No, sort of bounce. when it hit his knee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he was he was in celebration. Yeah, like yeah. because he thought um, fullback, Allen. Allen was gonna yeah. like Allen could have crawled over yeah, that line, yeah. and you kind of see him. Holmes is cel- kind of celebrating. And he loses and it, and it went straight to his hand. That, was, his that was like right down in front of us, and we're all we're already gone up almost, and it, the disappointment was unbelievable. And, and I think what happened was Ellen went through, preempted that he was going to flick, yeah. and didn't realise how easy they would have fall. They fell off. Yeah, and uh, wow. and yeah, because he could have easily just went dunk. Yeah, but the set um, starts were massive, right? Um. Like especially with Edric went well and Val went well. Even Corey Allen had a few tough hit ups. But once those three were done and he, even when our forwards were blowing, Brenko would come in and he there was a few times Gagoy. there was a few times. Gagoy early, always has a lot of touches. Yeah, a few times early, Brenko was bust bending the line back and they kept bringing Gagoy back under to come back against the Rock. And he he didn't like make any crazy line breaks or anything, but he's just moving the defence around, testing them. It was just sort of kept them on their toes all game. Have you, have you seen that? Like, they do it. It's kind of like a reverse block shape. They set up with the shape, and left, but instead they dump off the yeah. centre instead of hitting, a, like, an inline or an overs line. Yep. He runs the dump line yep. and comes back against the grain like after they've stretched him a bit. Yep. And if you've got two halves, he like to ch- take the ball up like... like um. Munster and Cherry Evans run for up near 100 metres for like an each. You know, yeah. like, so there's... Because that was one of the biggest turning points, like, because 
with Bennett go t- telling Cherry just fucking I want you to see take take on the line before yeah. thinking about passing. Do what you want. Yeah, you know, do, do do your, do your thing, thing before because the first half of that first game you could see he was very tentative. He was passing, he was looking at where he was going. And then they they reckon that Wayne Bennett at halftime was like Cherry, just do your thing, yeah. like take yeah. on the line, and they it turned it not around. Well, he's renowned to be like the best coach of men, not footballers. Like he just knows you. And there was an interview with Munster after um, after the game, and he was saying, um, a lot of coaches just tell me all the things I need to be better at, all the things I need to do. He goes, Wayne just tells me all the things I'm good at, and just makes me feel fucking ten makes feet me tall, feel good, and makes me, I'm ready for it because. Just go out and do all the things I'm good at and don't really worry too much about the ones I'm bad at. So And and how about Munster, right? So he comes from he comes from the most structured team in the world, right? Mm. Melbourne Storm. And when he wants to, he can play like he's playing in the backyard with his boys. Yeah. It, it, I think it just shows the level of football player he is, and oh. he's far above anyone else yeah. at the well, moment. His kick, regather, kick again, and then fold around to the yeah. open side to then put another kick, kick in again for a on a dime. Yeah, and a lot of players will just stop there. He comes around, chases back around, and gets a perfect ball from Harry Grant thirty meters under his chest, and then puts a puts a perfect. And kick And Fatty was trying to say, I think he's miskicked that. No, he no. saw the space and he dob- yeah. he dabbed it right over. You were going to get great. to one of the Lee cousins. Yeah, yeah. Gonna get and it did. There. But Munster's just playing with his food. He yeah. just fans off cunts when yeah, he wants to. He just, just does his thing. It's fucking he's ridiculously so strong. strong. Yeah. yeah, that fend, that fend where he just hits you in the chest. You know, the sometimes you just get you. Yeah, sometimes you're like, oh, he's like you can see him. You're like, fuck, he's gone to here, and then he just comes yeah. out the other side and then puts. If one him on. and the che- if him and the cheese don't start a podcast, they don't like money. Yeah, like if they got if him is those two motherfuckers start a podcast yeah. in a clothing and line. You can yeah. see how his knees improved in the last three weeks. Yeah, you know, like he was, um, you know, standing and dishing and doing his thing a bit, ball playing for a couple of weeks there, coming back from that injury. But like last three games, he's been red hot. Like they were, they were, he was outstanding. Like considering they had a rookie fullback, you had. You had two two dummy halves on the field at one stage. Yeah. Like, those halves were fucking ridiculous. And the whole... Well, the right edge, they had two debutantes in the, the league cousins, so, like... Yeah. Well, all, just show Queensland, we care. You know, yeah. they care about the origin, and you said, well, I don't really give a fuck. And like, it would be interesting next year. Now there's even speculation, should fit or lose the job. He's won two out of three series. Yeah. And that, you mate. lose one into the cider. Fitler came in at a pretty good time. The side was pretty much right for the picking. Yeah. So, but um, also, New South Wales just stick with a fucking give your side a, a, a give one thing a go. though with yeah. Fitler, he came in and he fucking took it out of the box because they didn't. And I've said this before, they didn't pick many Indigenous blokes. They didn't pick anybody with flair who could bust a game open. Yeah. He saw those blokes. With the potential, like, like Cody Walker, yeah, Cody Walker. He wouldn't have got to start. He didn't. He didn't show up Robert. game three though, did he? Yeah, I yeah. know. Oh, they ran a lot. They pressured him a lot. That'd he didn't th- get. I do not. I didn't think Cleary. I thought Cleary was okay, but he somehow he got their player of the series. I'm looking at a different game because I thought I thought Crichton was fantastic yeah, on I, that edge. Yeah, Crichton was one of their best. And for sure. Tedesco even getting knocked out early in the game was a dominant figure for like two and a half games. You know, like, I would have been one of those two for mine. Yeah, well, I think... But you've got the Penrith great as the coaching staff and they're looking after the kid. Yeah, well, I just feel as if Queensland could have run more traffic at Cody Walker, but 
when he was when he was making um, trying to make tackles in defence, so those big boys coming in the edge, he was struggling to make it, make it, make like a lot of tackles at a time. So if you get two at him, three at him, he was struggling a bit. So we should have just maybe stuck there a bit more. But that's props to the Blues. They sort of like worked well enough to cover there, and t- two decent back rowers definitely helps. Frizzell was all right, and Crichton had a blinder, so. They'd sort of protect their halves pretty well. He'd be, he'd be the him and Kafusi would be the test second rowers if they were picking a test team after that. Yeah, if, oh, they, if yeah. they were playing someone in two weeks, that'd be. Oh yeah, they'd be playing. Well, Crichton's run, Crichton's run meters are unbelievable. For like 166. Cape will be in there somewhere as well. Cape will at least be 18th man, 17th yeah, yeah, or 18th yeah. man. You know, like, he'd be right in there for a dude who no one ever thought. But he can just play. He's a football player. The old adage, the old expression, he's a football player. Yeah. He's good in his feet. That try he set up in that first one mm. when Gutho went to go ball and all and he did. He made in contact, gave him the sit down, skipped away, felt the heat from the fox and then dabbled the old banana inside. AJ scored. And AJ scored. And that all of a sudden changes the whole momentum of the game yeah. and things like that. Like, Very good. You know, it's... Fantastic series. It'll be interesting again in seven months. I see um, we're still in the, with the club land. We're still in the silly season with um, Jake Clifford. Looks like he has agreed to yeah, with the Knights. They'll announce years. that tomorrow. So the, that was on, then it was off. All this. There's a fair bit going on in the league. Um, I saw more stuff coming about Josh Alloyer. Yeah, the it, Tigers, are, Tigers said they'll release him if they can get um, the signature of Joe. Yeah, and they're, and they're telling him he's got to turn up to train and... Yeah, well, they reckon, yeah, if Offhand Goway, and they reckon Offhand Goway will become a Tiger, they'll really? release. Yeah. Well, well, Offhand Goway went and had um, had a meeting with the Tigers during the week, and the Tigers said they were very impressed with him. So he's the the only way to let Aloy A go is if Offhand Goway goes there. And all this sort of things. Everyone's sort of they're throwing up potential destinations for different players. Yeah, for so Benji full. and blokes like that. Benji's yeah. looking like Canterbury are really keen. It was so. Sharks. It was almost done yeah. deal, I reckon. You'd imagine he'd play, if they want him, uh, one last year with his brother. Yeah, well, Canterbury seemed to be keen and they said they've they've identified him as a target. But there's some weird signs. Like the Broncos just um, set to announce the signing of, um, well, the re-signing of Thomas Flegler for one point three million for two yeah, give seasons. Him a lot That's of right. Time. He's a good player. So he's a good player, but where was where was all this cash when we were trying to resign for Feeder? You know, like, well, the, and with with the offer in Galway money, there's talk of him yeah. signing Will Chambers. Yeah, that was that was supposed that was that was a chance. Then it was no chance. You hear so many stories in these sort of silly yeah. season. Clubs deny things and they get the shit rolling behind the scenes. Yeah, just and then around. yeah, and because my nearly every club's back within the next few weeks mm. Melbourne aren't I don't think they're back till early next year half of them there'd be a few of them starting and then Penrith are back middle of December hmm. how about the Tigers sign James Roberts yeah yeah that was the thing I didn't think they'd get him I, I would have been good if, they, if he had gone to Townsville but they, he, his family's from Sydney you like to get him into Townsville and he's going to have not heart, not be in it, yeah. and be a waste of time. Mm. See, another thing with the cows, like you know, like Todd Payton seems he seems a good football coach. I've just you like with Kevin Walters, you're going to have to build your roster for a few years, yeah. do your fucking trading and yeah. uh, re-signing, and see what happens first. See, no one's even mentioning old um, uh, fucking the halfback anymore, are they? 
at the Bronx. He no one even remembers. Brody Croft. Yeah, Brody Croft. Not oh, even yeah, who cares? Because we got Dearden. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that was a thing. Like, yeah. yeah. And, um, and uh, we're going to, like, obviously we've got to use the MILF. Yeah, mm. that's what he said. He wants to build the MILF up. Yeah, so build the MILF up. Have Dearden there because I think Dearden is, uh, he's going to be he's running the ship. Yeah. Um, also bring your Bender boy in there. I don't give a fuck. He'll be awesome. Who? Hey. Old, old, what's his name? Guy. Guy, yeah, Hammer. He yeah. signed with Burley. He signed with Burley. He, 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 he wants to go to the Jump up to the Bronx. He wants to go to the top. Why? Be the Gold Coast. The, I, um, they're on the rise. The Broncos are like... And Ash Taylor's contract there it's runs like, out at the end of next year. What so. do you think about that, all their signings with... How do you reckon Titans will go next year? Well, they should be better, but they've, they're they playing pretty solid as it is. But you know the weight of expectation can affect you? Yeah. Look at the Warriors. They're definitely strengthened with the five or six blokes they've added. Yeah, they've added and, a few. You know, that mate with the guys they've got playing well. The Titans have also got that Patrick Herbert, mm. who was outside back at the Warriors, who was doing a, a, a good job when he'd be playing NRL. So there's plenty of depth. They yeah. have no excuse. And Holbrook seems like he, you know, he's finally, he's found, in the beginning they were getting towed up. And then he f- were, found out what his best combinations were. Yeah. And they keep winning games towards the end. They did lose Michael Gordon out of their... Um, out yeah, of that's, their, that's interesting. See, Michael Gordon. Out of their Gordon. staff. He got, um, he got arrested in Byron um, on the weekend for... They went to, we are um, getting into that season, aren't we? Yeah, well, he... Oh, um, no. Old rape season? No, no not no, like he that. Was, no. He He's got in arrested the same, on four drug similar charges. To, similar to your side business. Like, I'm talking... Like you know how like you sell yeah, hats. but I don't think he was selling something <laughs> more than hat. And I don't think for he has lo- sixty grand cash sitting around, but that's it. <laughs> well, I don't know what's in that fucking in that shoebox. Sh- no, no, if Walshy keeps calling me, I'll in, add up to it. The, <laughs> yeah, well, if if a man if if your phone pops up to stranger, <laughs> I'm sure you'll add a bit more petty cash into there. But like he was with this thing with Mick Gordon, who seems like a good bloke. The accusations are mm. he's in a ring that was selling stuff like party drugs yeah and some of it's headed to buyer and for schoolies yeah and yeah. like that's where they'll be making a lot and when there's a chance it's getting the kids a couple of just yeah you love the books and that's over. the thing they like, came to his house to arrest him oh they hadn't had him in the cuffs i mean like so it's a fairly serious thing they've got fairly decent evidence like to proceed with it and see what happens but, which, which um was it cronulla play that got in the shit down in byron a couple of years ago it was like top of his game as well. It's always someone. I remember Jack. It was a Seymour. He always used to get in trouble. Yeah, Seymour. Yeah, and Seymour got, got in trouble, got in trouble oh, down in Byron. Because Seymour went to Cronulla, yeah, yeah, And then got shit. done. Yeah. yeah. Oh, fuck, Jack Byron's where players go to die, eh? Stay Jack, away from it, bro. Jack, yeah. Yeah, it's a place where I like to go visit, actually. It's quite nice because it's hard to You only got to go to one of the. 10 pubs and have a nice time yeah. but if you go Jack Bird went his bucks down there and got done pissing on a car or something fucking shit just hold on fuck it it'll run into a pub and he'll piss yeah. you know like, like things like that like it's one of those and because it's uh, in COVID times such a big fucking little hot pot uh, yeah. like so everyone your mates can come from down south to meet you there you can come from Brisbane to meet people there like that's gonna be like they're gonna be coppers and have you you've been to Byron Freddy? Fuck he's yeah. yeah. So what about yourself, Dan? Yeah, I've only been a couple of times. The last time there. I went there, yeah, my oh. advice is, lad, kick up the crew and go back. It's good, <laughs> and but it's a small. It, place. Nah, it was it, good. They had it was they good. Had I don't think hour, this is good anymore. But yeah, 
they had a 24-hour bakery. I don't know if it's still open. You'd walk out after everything shut, starve. Yeah. Let's go to the it bakery like and have a feed. On the way back down the street oh, on the man, left, yeah. 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 Last time I went to Byron, I and people who sitting around was on crutches, chilling. redid my knee like I was recovering from ACL. Yeah. And I, I was at Cheeky Monkeys and I jumped off one of the tables. Um, you can the dance tables. on the tables. Oh. Dance on the tables and I jumped off and I felt it go again. And then, you really, and you then really I cried. I cried like a... So you hate buying out. Like what, person. Front, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what part of jumping from that table while in rehab yeah. did you think was And then Brenton drove me back. Like me and Brenton drove back from Byron that night. Fucking way over the limit from Byron back to Brisbane. <laughs> but there's a best Oh, it's thing, not like, that far from Brisbane, really. No, nah, it's not that far. Like like an hour and 45 minutes yeah. or something, isn't it? And when you, um, when you had those all-night bakeries and stuff like that, when I was in New Zealand, they had a... um. They had a burger shop there. It was like famous as massive burgers, and they were open twenty four hours. There's a bakery and a burger shop. I know exactly what you're talking about. I can't yeah. think of the burger it's shop. It's like Fitz and yeah. Fern Burger or some shit. Yeah, like Fern Burger. Yeah. Isn't it? yeah, and the oh. lines always up the street. Yeah, yeah. It, like you go there like four. Queenstown. Yeah, yeah. It's like four in the morning, and there's just twenty yeah. cunts there. But then yeah, I every- ate the burger, and I was like, uh. Yeah. I thought it was alright, but I was belong. It was alright. Yeah, it's but like, like yeah. going to gr- Greasy that Greasy Harry's up the top of Caxton Street. Yeah. They had this pizza joint windmill next door. It was overpriced, but it fuck it was delicious. You'd walk out at twenty past five, you'd get up there at twenty past five in the morning, yeah. knock back a slice, chill out for a while. Yeah. Masturbate. I I would masturbate, I'd just drink a can of coke <laughs> and then go home. <laughs> Didn't see anyone knocking anyone off while I was knocking back my pizza <laughs> But um so boys, I've had uh we're headed we're heading into off season now and I've had a few people ask what we're gonna do in the off season and I was kind of like, What the fuck do you mean? We're just gonna keep it? running this train through because we've got heaps well, we're to talk about. We're almost in December it. before we know it. Yeah. Christmas is what? Just it's a shortened off season. And right, you promised you promised us Robbie O on the couch. Oh if he was in town getting out, we could go out and do a live fucking cross somewhere. Well that's what Freddie and I were discussing before you showed up, Roddy. Um we're talking about having a bit of like a Christmas special. We're not exactly sure on the on the plans yet, but like even if we just had a, a few beers somewhere and invite all the all the past guests and yeah. and anyone who wants to are come we, down. We, we are could, we just gonna we're not gonna do a show. We just no. Nah, we could put up a could. poll. I, I wouldn't mind putting up a poll for a week to see if they want a show and we try because between the three well, of why us, why don't we pick a good like, a good spot like a good little pub? And we'll just go Facebook live. Oh, we could just. I just. I just. I was thinking about doing it West Mitchie. Or we could go somewhere loose and have a good time. But we can't do it. Depends who's coming. No, you can't lose. That's a West Mitchie. I'm getting sick of seeing the walls as much as I like the joint. It's like being in jail there. But well, just, a bit of yeah. jail We're well, thinking about also you. you putting money across the bar at West yeah. Mitchie. You know, like if you do. They've always got shit booked out. Okay. All right. So, Fernie Grove Tavern. They needed the money. They should let us in. But anyway, we should put up a poll like. If they wanted to see yeah, like a, a live show, with, and we try to get, get in a special, now, yeah. and we try to we try to get in a special guest. Yeah, if people will, or if people will come, okay, no drama. We'll yeah, go to yeah, or away. or we we'll just get like where we have a Christmas party and have all the guests on that we yeah. had invite them, and we and can just invite drinking people beers and stuff, and, and we're not doing and yeah, we're not doing a show. Yeah, we just pick like a cool pub. Yeah, and we go there. Just come meet us for, and we'll just sort of take over a little area. Yeah, do it of. Do a bit of a like Facebook live chit chat with a few people, jump in and out, do the course of the night. Yeah. Yeah. Put up the I, just thought, I just thought, Let fat, the I thought speak. Fats would be keen as to have us down yeah, there. We've got to get, he's only just got a hospital, big guy. So, like, we'll mm. see. What happened? Oh, he had a bit of a, um, a lump on his, 
on his bladder, so he's had to go in and have a have and a. And he's look had at a few it, issues so. downstairs. He's all good. That, he's, yeah, that's yeah, okay. They say he's just got to take it easy yeah. and avoid getting on the on the sauce for a bit. I think. You know, oh really? While he recovers, love the guy. Which would be an easy thing to do for Fats. He doesn't like drinking at all. So yeah. So <laughs> it was no <laughs> wonder he did. Yeah, that's so it. It was no wonder he didn't. They're like come. drinking, never done it. Yeah. No wonder he didn't come to <laughs> the drinker last no, night. Well, fuck! No. I'll have I'll sell, have to reach out to him and get well soon, Fats. You know, we do that so. Yeah. If they need a fucking lung or something, they can get it from his penis because that thing's got lungs and fucking. <laughs> Thought you were going to actually be a good bloke and offer to donate one yourself. Oh, I would, mate. I would you to know, his so, penis. So yeah, and um, <laughs> no, just to keep that thing coming. So yeah, what we any we got any questions? Um, no, because you put the worst post stuff ever. The people don't understand because it's always about me and Chappelle Corby now. Well, the two um, people who you gave advice to. One's Cal Stewart. Well, His th- life's gone great. Chappelle, you said, don't worry, that'll all fit in that boogie bar, boogie board case. No one will notice. David Ellis Remember? says, will Freddie be on podcast next year or will AFP have arrested him by then with plenty of evidence? <laughs> That's a good That's one. actually yeah. good, dude. Well, good on the, your cobber. If the feds take me down, I'm taking these motherfuckers down with me. <laughs> so. Don't worry, we'll roll on you first. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, just be like, I'll just be like, look at their coke mustaches, yeah. motherfucker. So, just, so we're now taking photos. We're now putting together photos of you and Rooster around the place. Me and him and Rooster? No, someone, no <laughs> when they said it was you <laughs> <laughs> the Tiger King thing They were like Oh, oh it looks oh, like yeah. Dane and Rooster yeah. <laughs> That's a low blow It was a yeah. real low blow I was off that The <laughs> <laughs> old rhubarb Yeah see in a normal world In the old days The FGT would have been Perfect spot It's not that far For everyone to get to Everyone would go you Spend the money there yeah. Help the pub out But now oh, The only good thing is There'll be no money in there And we we could get our friends And fucking And Guests and friends and other people we know, we could fit, we could get them all in, and that actually make some money yeah. for the pub. You could, you could do it at EP because they're one of oh, our sponsors. EP. I'm wondering now too, what with the restrictions drop, whether that's helping some. Or in the coming weeks, when they have like Christmas catch ups and shit like and do's and that, the places where they have like places like the Brecky Creek and the Norman and that, they're all be, booked out. They'll be loving it. They'll yeah. be absolutely oh, yeah. loving it. Yeah. Because like, when I went like, went the Norman Grand Final night, the sports bar wasn't even open. You had to have booked and you went straight out the back to the restaurant. Yeah. And the bar out there. Well, I was just, yeah, I was just thinking more West Michigan just because of the, the we, la- lack of beers they had over well, the bar. We're, but we're getting, um, we're getting a poll put up. So yeah. So Dano's well. putting up a poll. Yeah. Um, Dano, happy birthday, brother. Cheers. Cheers, boys. He's 17. And <laughs> Young bloke. <laughs> and uh, it was a good weekend, though, two vendors? or Yeah, it was. Um, so it started on Friday. A bit of a story about my Friday night. I had a booking at the rooftop bar at, um, at Everton Park. And I Teddo's. Had, yeah, yeah, Teddo's. So we That's had, quite popular. They're, yeah. they're, they're, tap, they're cashing in on this. Yeah, but they yeah. fucked up. Didn't yeah, they? well, I had two bookings. So I had one for six for 15 people and one for eight for another 10. So... We just roll in, a couple of people come early, and then struggles come in late. And then I got to the door. It was just Nathan and I at that point, and I rolled in. I just told them about the booking and stuff, and they said, "Oh, we've gotten, we don't have your first booking." And I was like, "Well, I got another one here for eight for ten people." And they're like, "Oh, we got that one." I was like, "That's weird because I made the other one weeks before I made the eight o'clock one." And they're like, "Oh, we got nothing here." And I showed them the confirmation email. That we had, and they're like, "Oh, you're like that's a confirmation you've requested for a booking. You didn't follow it up." And I was like, "What the fuck does that mean?" I did the same thing for the second one, and turns out they sort of just said, "There's nothing we can do for you." 
But um, I called the Stafford Tav and just said I got probably 20, 25 odd coming. Can I get some some room? And they just put us outside and left us be. And it was, oh, nice. it was fucking. It was probably blessing in disguise, considering you pay eight eight fifty for a, a schooner at Teddo's of Northern, which a lot of the boys drink gold anyway. There's no gold there. We got to the pub and they got twelve dollar jugs and four dollar schooners and. We had a whole area to ourselves, a bit quiet, everyone can have an actual conversation, so it was a bit of a blessing and we ended up getting pretty blind and then yeah. backed it up for Walshies yesterday. Who was the uh who was the the man of on Friday night mm. on the drive? Um, my mate Bennett, he doesn't actually come out with us too often, but oh, yeah. he he was blind and when we left, we left him in the pokey room by himself. He didn't still know gone, and I went to his housewarming today and he was still rat shit. Because he was blind and he works at Norse Leagues Clubs. He, was, he reckons he was vomiting at work all morning the next day. And he said, even once we left, we left the staff at Tav at about 12.30. He goes, yeah, I didn't leave till about 2.33 because I was just sat on the pokies by myself drinking all night. Okay, well, <laughs> was, good he made the most of it. I was like, it. yeah, well, for someone who doesn't come come out with us very often, he definitely dug his heels in and had a go. <laughs> who was the man of at Walshies? Oh, it would have been our mate Sharpie. He was a, he's a union boy. He's been down to Mitchie a fair bit. But he was absolutely fucking blind and jack had this bottle of tequila that he bought back from um from mexico and while uh, sharpie would have had at least five shots out of it oh yeah and then did and like then, have the worm in it or it had the scorpion i think oh the ah, famous yeah. worm and then once the once the um the bottle of tequila was gone um they went upstairs and came down with a bottle of fireball and he had like four or oh, five yuck. more shots of that Fireball, man, I can't do it, eh? He's even belong. I did it in Nashville, ended up in the hospital with stomach oh. pumped, and I can't do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Bottle of fireball. Yeah, I remember. Rooster I, used to I, drink that. Yeah. He used to oh. have a schooner and a shot and a shot of fireball. We went to, we were at the orderly one night, so it's about 8.30, and I go to the bar, and they said, they, Rooster comes up next to me, and they go, he can't have any more. And they go, why not? I go, well, he's had five shots of that and five schooners. Yeah. And they said, you can have a beer, but we can't give you any more shots. Yeah. Oh, okay. And this was, so we get there at like 7.30 and he's knocking that straight back, like straight off, like I'm jumping in with both feet. Yeah. In, in man, in Nashville. <laughs> but that's nothing compared to a guy in hospital. Oh, I ended up, so I remember, I remember vaguely walking out of the bar because I was doing shot for shot with Offerdale and the bartender. And I remember walking out of the bar and he, Offerdale's a big body compared to me. And then I remember, and then... Did he take you to hospital? Fla- no. So flash forward <laughs> to, then I'm in, I, the next day I'm in a waiting room, I wake up and I'm on a, I'm on a trolley, like a, a yeah, trolley and I wake up and I've oh, got, I'm on, I'm yeah, in a yeah. fucking thing, none of my clothes and they're like, sorry, so you, you vomited all over your clothes, like you vomited pissed all over your clothes and I was like, okay, sweet. And then um, I was like, what happens now? And they're like, oh, here's your bill. It was like, I think it was like 3,700 bucks. Oh, yeah. What but, a night. No, nah, but I looked at the bill and they got some of my details wrong on it. And I was like, sweet, I'm out of this. And then um, I go, I'm staying at the Knights Inn and they're like, oh, well, that's in, you know, the the bad part of town. We yeah. didn't know that. So I go back to the Knights Inn, walk into the bedroom. I go, motherfucker, to Offerdale. I'm like, 
how about sort your mate out, like not letting me just end up in hospital with no one to call. And he's got a chick, he's got a blondie in his um in his bed. He goes, check this out. He rips the covers down, shows me her tits. And I was like, okay, well, yeah, that is sweet, nice. sweet, yeah, whatever, that's very nice. what, whatever, whatever. Really. And and I go, and he goes, where did you end up? And I go, I got to go to sleep. I take my shirt off, and I've still got all the electrodes stuck to my stomach <laughs> that with nothing plugged into it. He goes, ah, the hospital. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you fuck. That's where I ended up. So the last time we were in Colorado, he ended up in hospital. So I was like, yeah, sweet. Yeah. Are you sure so you want to go it. to a drinking place? Do you want to just go to a milk bar or something? Or we'll just go have a, a coffee somewhere? Because you have some bad drinking stories. Yeah, You're going to be monitored here. Not like hospital <laughs> monitored, but by the staff at wherever we go, they're going to have to keep have to have a conversation with you once an hour. Okay? <laughs> Make sure he's still got some and sort of common sense. more to the point, the barman, he's living a life. He's getting paid to work no, plus a, drinking piss. A girl. And she's drinking piss for free plus getting paid. Yeah, or do they run, do they live on tips over there? Yeah, they live on tips. So she's probably she's probably like not even throwing it back. Yeah. She's probably trying to impress I thought you were gonna t- I thought you were gonna t- I thought you were gonna tell me that was a girl in the bed with Offerdown and I was going nah. Yeah, no wonder he didn't come, the hospital man. He yeah. was yeah, that was just but okay, that's one good story. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, if he didn't have a girl in his bed, I would have been way more angry at him. Yeah. But, uh, and did she stay while you staggered in, spew I went clothes? to sleep, and then, yeah, she stayed, like, and I went to sleep, and whatever happened after that, I don't know. Oh, well, you're unconscious. <laughs> yeah. Rehydrating your body. You that's right. good tales, brother. That was a good one. Yeah. Good. Cheers. Probably all saucy. I've, um, but th- that tells you not to go, I'm glad I just went out in Gundy with Offerdale. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, not. I also just wanted to give a quick shout out to Clint Dolan's ankles after watching a yeah. video of him trying well, to play We'll put that up on oh, any given Monday. Yeah. That's classic. One of the best videos I've seen. Clint, you, you think you're a natural athlete. You're not. Um, you, you definitely know LeBron James, so just... Maybe cut out the basketball, eh? Because yeah. obviously your your body just can't handle it. And like, just keep reading coaching beer. coaching for dummies, you know? For <laughs> <The, laughs> He'll like that. He'll probably be around here later. Yeah. Killing me. He'll be flipping out. <laughs> Sorry, Clint. Still play me in halfback, please. <laughs> but is, that, is that where you see your future? Oh, so it's your last hurrah next year, my friend, is it? Yeah, we can, we've got a heaps of off-seas to talk about this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that where you been, see it? Yeah, oh, right, man. You want, to, you want to take this bitch out? Because we've got to get the birthday boy home. Yeah. He's a bit sleepy. Yeah, yeah it would be. been a long weekend for Dano. My phone's gone flat. Th- thanks to everyone for watching, uh, listening to us, and just being interested in all the shit that goes on. Dano's post uh, put up a poll about the Chrissy party. If you could give it a uh, have a look and give it a uh, give it a like or a dislike yeah, or whatever you want, we'll have to get it organised it within like the week. I'd say like because it's getting so close. Because now that these shits dropped, the yeah. um, thing like yeah, because I was going for my birthday, going to go to the Brecky Creek for in the Arvo. I might ring them tomorrow just to say, all right, what's the yeah, crack? Uh, yeah. to check what's in, the so crack? Can we get a table inside where it's a bit cooler? We well, might put a deadline on it. So next yeah. week on the podcast, yeah. we'll decide what we're doing. And, we'll yeah. and then let them know and then yeah. do like a Christmas party or if we're doing a little show, it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. Yeah, nice. All right, everyone, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Thanks to everybody uh, out there in the world who's uh, enjoying life at the moment. We'll be back in a week. Remember, don't be a mercenary. And uh, footy's gone. Oh, one more game of footy. Super League Grand Final would be next Sunday morning. Yep. So if you love your footy, get up and have a watch of that. on the weekend. All right. so. They got smoked too. Yeah. All right. But we, we definitely week in, week out, all off-season. All right. We'll continue through the off-season. Thanks again. Bye for now. Cheers, boys.
Did you set up the investor? Right? 